welcome to the Moving Markets podcast on Monday, the 12th of June, with me, Bernadette, and Erko. It's a big week for central banks this week. Amongst decision makers will be the European Central Bank, the US Federal Reserve, and the Bank of Japan. On the show today, we'll find out what our analysts think we should focus on in the markets if we look at them from a technical perspective. But first, I'm joined by Lucia Chichilovic to review what's been moving markets since our last podcast. Good morning, Lucia. Good morning, Bernadette. Now, uh, before we get to the uh, latest news and what to expect this week, perhaps I could ask you for a quick update on how last week ended, Lucia. From what I've read, it ended on quite a positive note for investors, didn't it? Yes, it did, at least for U.S. equities. The S&P 500 index rose for the fourth week in a row, reaching its highest level since August last year. Meanwhile, the Nasdaq posted its seventh straight winning week, its first streak of that length since November 2019. Meanwhile, some investors have pointed to the lack of participation outside of a few mega-cap tech stocks as a reason to distrust the recent stock market rally. However, signs of easing inflation have some investors hopeful that the momentum can continue. Okay, so um, I guess it's going to be important to see how equities will perform this week to um, further assess the recent rally. But if we stay in the U.S., we've got uh, Consumer Price Index as well, as, of course, as the Federal Open Market Committee meeting this week, which obviously could have quite an impact on stock markets. What are the expectations there? So according to Bloomberg, the Consumer Price Index is expected to come in at 4.1% year-on-year for May, which would be less than the 4.9% in April. Core CPI, which excludes food and energy, is expected to come in at 5.2%, down from 5.5% in April. As for the FOMC, markets are currently pricing in more than a 70% chance that the Federal Reserve will pause on rate hikes at the June meeting. However, the pause is likely to be accompanied by a strong signal that U.S. central bankers are prepared to raise rates further if necessary. Okay. Um, As I said at the start today, we've also got European Central Bank and the Bank of Japan on the list of central banks announcing their rate decisions this week. Last week's unexpected hikes by the Bank of Canada and the Reserve Bank of Australia have added an extra element of uncertainty to the market. So um, what's on the cards this week? Um, So the European Central Bank is projected to lift its benchmark rate from 3.75% to 4%. Meanwhile, the Bank of Japan is expected to stand pat on Friday. Although the new chairman of the Bank of Japan promised a steady hand at its first appearance last month, the potential for surprises seems limited. So far, the economic data do not permit a major shift in policy, and the promised fundamental review of monetary policy is unlikely to have been completed yet. Okay, thanks for that. Um, Obviously, in breaking news this morning, the Swiss bank UBS released an open letter saying that it's formally completed the takeover of its rival Credit Suisse. Do you have any more information on that for us? Well, there are a few reports out that the work for Credit Suisse employees will not change substantially, but there will be updated rules of engagement that must be followed. Reportedly, UBS is drawing up a list consisting of almost two dozen red lines that will prohibit Credit Suisse staff from a range of activities, including a ban on taking on new clients from high-risk countries. Okay, um, moving on to the world of crypto. Um, last week, I see that four out of the most 10 valuable coins fell in value by at least 15%. Um, what's the status there this morning? 
So actually, crypto prices are showing signs of stabilizing today after the sharp market sell of last week triggered by the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission suing Coinbase and Binance for securities violations. Over the last 24 hours, some tokens have continued dropping, but at a much slower pace, while some are recovering at single-digit percentages, signaling that prices are firming at the start of the new week. Okay, and moving on to commodities, I see oil has been struggling. Can you give us some more details here? And, and of course, maybe a word on gold, if you can. Sure. So you're right. Oil posted its second week of decline on Friday, and it actually extended its losses amid persistent concerns around the demand outlook. Brent is trading below 74 US dollar a barrel, while West Texas, Texas Intermediate is below 70 US dollar. And while gold initially looked set to rise last week, it ended the week flat and is currently trading slightly lower this morning. Okay, thank you, Lucia. Turning to what we can expect this week, uh, we've talked about the central banks, but the agenda's packed with so much more. Can you give us a flavor of what's to come, please? Sure. So as for stock markets today, European and U.S. stocks are set to advance following a muted session in Asian markets as investors await key interest rate decisions. On Tuesday, we will receive the U.S. CPI figures, and on Wednesday, we will get the U.S. PPI numbers, along with the Eurozone Industrial Production Data and the IEA Oil Market Report. We will also have U.S. initial jobless claims, retail sales, empire manufacturing, business inventories, and industrial production this week, as well as the U.S. University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment and Eurozone CPI on Friday. I do hope I covered all of the major items, Bernadette. Back to you. <laughs> Thank you very much for that update, Lutu, and it's certainly going to be um, a packed week. So now we're turning to the part of the show where I can turn to one of our research experts. And today I'm joined by our head of technical analysis, Mentor Pachinchi. Good morning, Mentor. So let's dive straight into something meaty. Um, the VIX, the implied volatility of the S&P 500, which is also called a fear index as well, has declined to a new three-year low. Does this mean investors are complacent? Good morning. Yes, a good question, Bernard. That uh, the week has declined to a three-year low, and intuitively, investors might assume that the week uh, is signaling complacency and equity markets are going to decline. Nevertheless, when we look at history, basically we can see that readings below 15 have actually uh, uh, led to returns above average, so 1.6% above the buy and hold average going forward 52 weeks. Um, then your next question might be, so when is it, uh, when uh, does the week hurt? And basically, our calculations since 1990 show that VIX readings between 20 and 25 are the worst. So those readings lead to minus 6% on the performance versus the long-term buy and hold. So the conclusion is that the low VIX reading is basically not a sign to settle equities. Okay. And um, I also see that many equity markets are hitting a 52-week high. Does it mean it's time for a pause? Yes, many equity markets are hitting 52-week highs. And of course, this is very uncomfortable for investors to be buying at a new high or even at all-time highs. Nevertheless, there is no other way for equities to advance besides moving to new 52-week highs. So when we look at the history of the S&P 500 since 1920, we can see that a new 52-week high on average is followed by a gain of 
8.2%. So this is well ahead of the buy and hold gain of 5.9%. So what does this mean? It basically means that the new 52-week high, especially after such a long period without the new 52-week high, is usually a bullish sign and the equity market can continue to advance further. Thanks so much for your insights today, Mentor. Well, that concludes today's podcast. Thank you for joining us. Please tune in again tomorrow when I'll be back to talk to our guests about what's moving markets then. Good luck today and goodbye for now. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast constitute marketing material and are not the result of independent financial or investment research. Please refer to www.juliasbear.com forward slash legal forward slash podcasts for further other important legal information. Beyond Markets is a weekly podcast where Julius Baer experts and external speakers discuss some of the latest market developments. They share their key research and insights on today's ever-changing economic landscape and present practical advice. Search for Beyond Markets on your favourite podcast player.